<laughs> Good. Welcome. Welcome to the Sharp for Social Hub of Positivity. Very excited to, uh, well, just generally very excited, let's face it. I don't know. I don't know if it's a sort of inherited thing or it's a chemical thing induced by the toxic atmosphere of the world, especially around the council. Anyway, here's the crack. Today, we have this wonderful person. Now, I do say wonderful a lot of times, and I find that's because a lot of people are wonderful. This is Jess Way, and she is a very talented artist. And I'm saying that from my heart because I've seen it. Now, hopefully Maya's gonna put some stuff, some examples of Jess's stuff. So you can, you can look at it and go, yeah, that looks really good, okay? <laughs> but more importantly, the reason why I'm excited is because Jess has recently got in contact and we're going to, as part of this ongoing project with the Wessex Water, they are um, their community outreach and the community uh, area of their organisation, which gets great feedback, to be fair, and a lot of criticism around water companies. I'm going to interest you. You're going to talk in a minute, Jess, honestly. No, that's fine. I'm I don't know listening. what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. fine. I don't prepare this. You know, like, you, know, <laughs> you know, literally, I asked you 10 minutes ago, would you do this? Yeah, yeah. Right, because yeah, exactly. you come here to look at the space in <laughs> the shop, in the social hub positivity, in Emery Gate, which of course, as you know, is in Chippenham, which of course is in Wiltshire, which of course is in England, which of course is on the planet Earth, and which of course this is Lauren, Lauren Rogers, <laughs> you wonderful thing. Now, if Thank this is the one much. that's going out on Sunday, because as I'm saying this, it will be going out, so it will be Sunday, but when you watch it, it might not be. It's Christmas Eve, isn't yeah. it? It's Christmas Eve, <laughs> babe, in the shop. <laughs> and our girl said to me, Could we shut up and get on with this podcast? Right, so here's the thing. Last Sunday, we were very fortunate because we had the wonderful Steve Perriman that came in with his fantastic wife and his uh, colleague, Wayne. I want to say a big shout out to him. And we did the official opening of the shop. So we're going to add some photographs of that now. Right, see that was good, and we're going to see. See, so lots of books signed, lots of lots of books, but more importantly, he spent a lot of time talking to fans, and I th I really admire him for that because uh, he must have spoken to so many. Now, for those of you who don't know, Steve Perriman was the uh, the played the most games for Tottenham ever, probably the the, the most decorated captain as well. So um, he's got a lot to talk about. And he spends a lot of time talking to people, and it's a, a tribute to him and his wife, who must be standing around for hours everywhere they go when football fans come. I'm going to get to you. No, it's fine. If you were a football happy to player, listen. are you? You're no, so I'm safe. not. <laughs> oh, no, you're not happy to listen. Oh, no, I'm happy <laughs> to listen, genius. but I'm not a football player. <laughs> I thought, I thought that was genius, yeah. Uh, I, I'm happy to listen. No, I'm not. No. That would be I didn't good come company. Here for this. No, I <laughs> Yeah, what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Come on, everyone. Does it have to follow any sort of uh, typical, traditional, conventional format? No, it doesn't. This is the, you agreed to do it ten minutes ago yeah. because, back to what Jesse did. Anyway, big thanks, to Steve Broman, absolute <laughs> legend. And it was a great day. And thanks to all the volunteers and everyone that came and made it such a special day. And Lauren for getting that uh, uh, all sorted. And Donnelly and all the volunteers, etc., etc. In the shop. Right. Back to that, Steve. Love you. Thank you so much. Jess Way, fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, Daisy. That's really kind of you. That's really kind. Thank you. Um, right at the top. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So basically, Steve did that. That was great. Jess came in, contacted us, 
she came past our other place uh, above shoestrings in Chippenham and got in contact and said, I like what you do. I like the cut of your jib. She didn't say that, but it's kind of the intention. <laughs> so we met up. I looked at her stuff and I said, that's a good thing about the internet. For all the bad things about the internet, being able to check people's workouts is really interesting, yeah. actually, without you having to lug a big um, portfolio around. Because yeah. I guess yours would be quite heavy. It's pretty big. Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? You've got a great portfolio of work. Again, <laughs> hopefully you will have a chance to see an example of this, as I did, on this wonderful technology that we are putting out here. Anyway, I really rated it. You heard what I said. I'm, I'm, I think I might have some sort of condition since childbirth where I can't contain myself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. kind of, it's an interesting thing, yeah. which is really good when you're being complimentary. But as, as people who aren't so good, uh, the local councillors, for instance, not all of them, but some, uh, they, I can't help but say, wait a minute, I'm like, the, I think it's the, I've got the kid in the Empress New Clothes syndrome. When I see something, I say it. So I loved your stuff. Yeah. You came in, met myself and Donna, looked at how we might work together in the community, because this is the bit. It's all well and good, you being a fantastic artist, because darling, I know fantastic artists. You've been around the shop now, and surrounded by fantastic Absolutely. artists. Okay, I, you know, I can't move. But it's actually the other element. It's the the, the empathy and the and the care and the, you're into sustainable development as well as sustainability. So all those things tick the box. So any minute now, people are going to go. Is he, is this person ever going to actually talk? And I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> I can't predict what's happening here, let alone predict whether Jess is even going to be bothered. If you've got any oxygen left to talk now. So we're going to do a joint project, which you can get involved in if you happen to want to come and get involved. We'll see it advertised. It'll be the, the Wessex water. It'll be about the water cycle. What might it be? Jess, over to you. Now I can drink my drink. Thank you. <laughs> So I'm mostly a textile artist. I work a lot with fabrics and secondhand fabrics and sort of organic and recycled materials. And because this is a community project, we're looking at a way that we can get everyone sort of involved in this. So at the moment, I've been doing a lot with um, quilting and patchwork. So the idea at the moment in the early stages is that it's going to be a big community patchwork that sort of brings in, you know, people can do it by hand. Um, works with the centre and doing some workshops in the shop and it would just be a way to get everybody involved. Um, yeah. And that's quite intergenerational as well, so you'd yeah, be doing... exactly. Perfect, so you'd be doing some parts of the project with our young people in our alternative stroke complementary education project, mm -hmm. which runs term time. And you'd be not just looking, because we are looking at the water cycle, with it, behind everything there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a, an opportunity to learn more for everyone involved. Not only will they be work, working towards understanding the water yeah. and how Wessex Water deliver our water, etc. We've already done uh, trips to the, um, what do you call it? Not sewage works, what do you call it? They call it something posh now. Anyway, no you know, they call it something, don't they? Recycling, no, is it the treat water treatment plant? <laughs> it used to be the sewage works, but now it's the water treatment plant, which is fan fantastic. <laughs> so we've done some of that. Young people have been to that. They will find it really interesting. My daughter went there, and she keeps telling me stuff uh, about it. And she's like, she was four, then she's now five. She's, she's it's actually had a massive imprint on her, yeah. in a good way, about uh, recycling water and or what you put down the toilet and you can't put wipes and stuff. And she, I, I caught her telling her teddies. Oh, 
That's yeah, great. I mean, I didn't want to break <laughs> it to her that her teddy's literally never used the toilet, which is a shame because her room <laughs> is covered in teddy boo. But she was, she was explaining yeah. to her teddy, so it's really useful, and I think that's kind of what we need in our society a bit of transparency. I think it's mm -hmm. great that Wessex Water are doing these projects. And we've done lots of different aspects to it, including testing water, drinking different water, all this sort of good stuff. Yeah. With yours good self, as I say, it's not just about the fact that you're a fantastic artist, it's that you care about the environment and you mm -hmm. use recycled mm -hmm. materials, which is really important because... It cuts down on the amount of water usage in production. So I used to work in product design for a fashion company and sort of saw firsthand the impact that that can have on you know, local suppliers' water and things like that. So anywhere that we can use organic, recycled or second-hand um, is massively impacts that. So it's sort of raising awareness of that and you know, kind of educating people some more on that and then um, involving it in the project. So. And that's fantastic. And also another aspect was dying. What were you, gonna, were you thinking about this? Yeah, so we've kind of floated some ideas. Not dying dead, because that was... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we floated some ideas about <laughs> dead people. Ooh, they're dead. Sounded quite morbid. Isn't it? Um, dying right. fabrics, yeah. colours. So we've talked maybe about running some natural dye workshops, maybe doing some indigo dye, because that's got sort of the lovely colours of, of water and, and the blues. Um, possibly looking at things like ice dyeing, where you're using water in a different form of ice. Um, and yeah, just seeing what kind of techniques and patterns and sort of, you know, tie dyeing effects and stuff that we can get involved in the whole, the whole piece when it comes together. Brilliant. And it's intergenerational, so we can have young people working on it as well as all, all I mean, there is no age limit. Our uh, hub is quite unique in that sense because it's intergenerational we've got another there's another hub that started after our one which is uh predominantly for sort of senior citizens which is fantastic but mm. this one works with um toddlers we do all sorts of workshops but also teenagers which in our unfortunate society since they've destroyed the youth service and the bridge center do i need to keep going on the bridge center yes i do why? Because if I don't keep highlighting the fact that we've got some appalling councillors, yeah, that are in office, we, if this makes you uncomfortable, try be me, uh, we will keep voting them in, and we shouldn't, because they're abominable, some of them. Anyway, it's important that because, particularly around teenagers, there's, there's such a, um, I don't know what's the word I'm going to use here, Neglect is going to be one of them. I have this sort of suspicion that sort of when a child is young and their parents are sort of hands-on in the, in the early stages, um, I have been to parent and toddler groups, usually called mother and toddler groups, but I, I was a musician in London, I used to go to them mm. because as a musician I used to be gigging at night. So I'd take my children to the mothers and toddlers groups and I was the only uh, male there. Mm which gave me quite an interesting insight into how that worked and the value of actually being involved hands-on as a father. Now, you're going to say, what's this got to do, Ed, with our project? And I'll tell you, Jess, and yeah. thank you for asking. Because <laughs> the people out there are going, I don't know, is, does he ever stick to the same subject? Does he ever follow through with the uh, conversation? Bringing it back to teenagers is that 
They're legislative for when they're toddlers, ish, not probably well enough, but ish. And adults, of course, you vote, so you can talk up for yourself. But teenagers neither can vote and are kind of cast out, in a sense, in a lot of ways, particularly when there's a socio-economic aspect to their uh, well-being. Um, if you were to look just at Chippenham, I don't know where it is, where you come from. You, you live in Neston, don't you? Yeah. It's just a pretty little village. I don't know if there's any facilities. We've done work in Potley in Corsham. Yeah, yeah, which, which, again, uh, there's an aspect to that which I would say is written off. There isn't a youth service in Corsham anymore. There isn't one in Chippenham. I don't think there is many anywhere around the country, um, which is appalling. And uh, this is pre-COVID, remember. This is, this is, this is to do with your, the likes of David Cameron, Lord Cameron as he's known now. I mean, have you ever seen what society we live in? The man was associated with getting six or seven million pounds from Greensill. What's this got to do with this project? I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, from erroneously, not, you know, he wasn't supposed to get it. He knew that they were going bankrupt and now he's been made the foreign secretary. We are in a disastrous situation. Bring it back to youth, bring it back to this project. The project is this that if you don't have people like you in the society that are willing to share your ideas and your gifts because you are very talented a lot of people are very selfish they forget about the young kids they forget about the teenagers then wonder why everyone's quality of life particularly senior citizens ironically uh, because they're scared and they are feeling they can't go out themselves when there is nowhere for all these young people to go and that falls squarely on local politicians look whose decision it was to get rid of the um, bridge centre. Pete Hutton, Bill Douglas, we asked them about about uh, keeping it on because we use it more than they do. Like You can see how we use this. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a community centre. We would have been using that and we used it more than the youth service who so say ran it. We offered to pay for it. And Pete Hutton is a, is, happens to be a conservative. I, I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. Oh yeah, it has because they were trying to get rid of the, this is back to austerity, this is about, so say, the big society idea of David Cameron, six million pounds or seven million pounds allegedly, and Lord, that's disgraceful. Anyway, so it's really important that we have people like yourself that understand the value of sharing your knowledge with younger people. I know we're gonna do senior citizens and anyone who wants to get involved here, but the bit that I was really keen to ask you about was um, was about working with teenagers. Can you remember that aspect of it? And saying that actually some of the teenagers we work with might not openly, happily get involved because they have bigger issues. But with patience and kindness and support, open doors and open uh, opportunities. And that's what impressed me about you. Because yeah, you, it could have been fine doing a project in here, but when I explain to you about some of the nature of some of the challenges that our young people have, mm-hmm. I was waiting to see if you would go, ah, well, maybe I'll just do the other bit then. So um, it's a tribute to you and your family that you're a, a kind, and well, see, see, we'll c- come back to this once you've done the project and see if you... Yeah, see if, if you still agree with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's that, that you kind of took it on board. Yeah. I hope you kept thinking about it and yeah. maybe checked out what we do and realised... Yeah. That actually, yeah, that's um, that's 
a massive important part because we're trying to prevent them at a time when they're big enough and dare I say powerful enough to cause themselves and the society around them a lot of damage if they feel disconnected, if they feel undervalued, which they must do considering how badly they've been treated. So we try to divert them, we have to give them something, we have to give them something which is worthwhile, worthwhile and and meaningful. Worthwhile and meaningful, is that the same thing? I don't care. I don't care if it's the same thing at all, Lauren. Thank you for asking. But it's um, it's important, and I thank you for that. So, what else do you want to say about your work? It is tremendous. Say something about your work. Go on. Blimey. So, like I'm really on the spot here. Mm. Um, so what inspires I've you? Why did you get into what you're doing? I got into textile design. I love anything, arts, crafts, that kind of thing, because I just love making. Yeah. I love using colour, I love creating texture. Um, the process of making with my own hands mostly, I find very sort of calming and at one end of the spectrum calming and the other end of the spectrum super inspiring and sort of makes me feel really enthusiastic. So it just performs for so many different aspects of my life and it's been an undercurrent to everything that I've done. Um, a lot of my work is sort of quite multimedia because I can never just pick one thing and go with that. I just love to experiment with too many different things. Um, I often end up sort of creating stuff. If I don't like it, I'll cut it up and I'll see what else I can do with it and sort of just try to think quite creatively about everything I do, really. So, so yeah. it's because see, this is the bit, isn't it? And that's why I want to make art as available to everyone as possible. Yeah. I've worked in prisons and mental institutes, all sorts of stuff. When I say mental institutes, I don't mean parliament, I mean real <laughs> mental institutes. Um, and you realise that there but for the grace of whatever go I, because I got diverted from the wayward, angry about society, angry about how let down I was as a teenager by society, or I perceived I was, because I was, not me personally, but us generally. Again, going back to it, remembering not being valued as a teenager then, and being angry, and smashing stuff up. And I don't recommend that to anyone, because it has a negative impact. So here I am, now working alongside fantastic people like yourself, and Lauren, and whoever, to enable people not to get tempted down that that route, road, or whatever. Um, so it's really, I love the fact that you use multi-layered um, approaches because if nothing else uh, is something that helps us with our own mental health, isn't it? Right. So therefore, by doing is the reward. Doing is the reward of any artistic pursuit. That we can make money from it is a societal decision. But we as a society or as a civilization have come about sitting around campfires, doing tribal dances and doing cave paintings, which are there mainly to educate and to write. So the value of art, and as Margaret Thatcher will tell you from getting Saatchi and Saatchi involved in her campaigns, the churches will tell you because they got Michelangelo who, to do the Sistine Chapel to inspire awe in human beings. Go figure that. And then charge them loads of money. Look at the Vatican. Um, so art and artists have been exploited and bastardised, if I may use that for word on a Sunday, um, that and hijacked really to persuade people about religious and political ideology 
But actually, his real power is about the freedom of the individual, the idea about being a problem solver, about being a creative problem solver in your own scenario and situation. Yeah. Do you do anything else? In, and you do enough in what you do, but do you do any other forms? Do you sing, for instance? Not in, well, in the shower, but sort of nowhere else, especially. Yeah, but do you know but the value of I enjoy of doing it. that, right. and when I'm by myself yeah. in the car, I have a yeah. sing. And there you go. You know, it's nice to get it so, out. <laughs> right, of course, exactly, this is my point. So we have a singing group here yeah. on Tuesdays. Not that I'm going to suggest you join it. What I'm going to say, though, is, <laughs> is it not the case with singing that people have been hoodwinked into the idea that unless you can win the X Factor, you shouldn't sing publicly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And is it not the same then also with every other art? Now you've seen lots of different yeah. artists. A lot of them have started because of the lockdown. So if nothing else, the lockdown had some positive effect on people's ability to look into themselves, to be creative again, and yeah. unlock something that may be hidden away from the stresses of the, and the ardor of everyday work. Meaningless work, a lot of it, um, no disrespect. But you know, lots of there is lots of people do don't mean to. They just have to do a job to pay the bills. We're just totally that our society is set up wrong. It needs to be recalibrated without any violence. It needs to be recalibrated. I often tell young people they'll put more money into catching you for a crime than they will to to help you prevent you doing it in the first place. If you look at the infrastructure around courts, how much money we'd spend on a young person going through court and then incarcerating them, and then what happens to them when they're incarcerated, which I've seen it firsthand, you go, oh, wow, why would we do that? And now it's been privatised, so now we do it more often so that people can make money of it. However, tell that to the victims of crime when all they're doing is living with the victim, with being, as being a victim because someone in their family or them personally have been affected directly by crime and antisocial behaviour. Well, I would say that if everyone was given an equal chance in life, and had, and if arts, the arts, drama, music, etc., were a priority in school, it's not the teacher's fault. It's not head teacher's fault. This is about funding. This is about priority. This is about what are schools? What is education for? What school did you go to? Right, great. And I, I did a load of work there back in the when I was twenty-one. Great school. We're lucky in this area, we've got great schools. Yeah. That's, I'm not criticising the schools at all, I'm criticising the structure from which they have to work in. If you were to talk, and I talked to lots of teachers, really, the majority of them would want to be freer, wouldn't really want to be suppressed by and, uh, and, and um, controlled by, by the curriculum, which isn't necessarily built upon the needs of individuals but really designed to control and to prepare people to be part of the workforce. Have I said too much, Jess? You no, said, you do you know what? If I'd have known all this before we had this meeting, I wouldn't have bothered. We're covering a lot here. <laughs> but it's all, it's all relevant. It yeah. comes back to the same point, doesn't it? Mm. I'm glad you get that, because I think a lot of people go, oh, I don't get it. Lauren, for instance, he says stuff like this every time. <laughs> And I really do not understand, yeah, what he's talking about, but I just go along with it because he's a nice bloke, really. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Thank you for that. Anyway, I'm excited by this project, as you probably saw the other day. So is Donna, and it was actually Donna's idea about the Wessex Water thing because I think that would make a massive, makes perfect sense, and that it's intergenerational is really important. Yeah, exactly. Everyone can get involved. Do you ever do exhibitions? Um, I've had some exhibitions, yeah. 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 
would you be up for doing one in our shop pre this event so that people can see and obviously this will go out and all the before people that will watch the yeah watch this <coughs> Lauren doesn't even watch it this is how bad this is right? <laughs> you're seeing it live so. yeah she is don't worry she's seeing it she's here she's here in, in body in spirit she's actually sorting out stuff downstairs in her going yeah he's going to finish and I'll go back to that da, da, da. Um, yeah I think it would be nice if we put an exhibition of your stuff in the shop and then people can sign up and get to meet you and what have you and then we can introduce you there was a few young people there today that I wanted you to um, that I think would be ideal for this project yeah definitely that sounds great fantastic so this is this about it do you think have we said enough I think so is there anything else you want to say to the world while you have this opportunity Jess no, if I'd been given more than 10 minutes to prepare, maybe I would have something really impactful to say right oh, now. <laughs> you don't get 10, you don't get, you didn't really get 10 minutes, no, to be I fair. Didn't. I was just told to sit down and no, have a cup of tea and here I am. You were asked slightly, I was asked. what did you want to drink and would you do it? And you did it. No, it's really important because I want to get the word out there because I want to you know, acknowledge the good work that Wessex Water do as well, yeah. but also to start being able to say to people, look at this thing, then you'll see who this artist is, and we'll have an exhibition again. When we do, yeah. do another podcast yeah, so yeah. that you can talk about each piece and whatever, whatever. That sounds great. Yeah? Right, listen, have a wonderful season, se solstice. Got a very hot hand. <laughs> hot hand! <laughs> We've been holding my tea. Well, you have. Wow. <laughs> Just remember never to do that again. That's very I know. Good. That's very good. Uh, Jess Way everyone look out for Jess in the new year and her exhibition and season's greetings to you all and to you all good night <laughs> <laughs>